Hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 90, and I've got another candidate running in the general election August the 4th. Early voting is July 15th through the 30th, and I have the Democrat candidate for Knox County trustee, Dave or David Kaz Kazalet. Did I say that right, David? Yes, sir. All right. So, uh, I, I've already seen your, your yard signs. They're green and white. Well, they're green and black. They say yep. Dave, and they emphasize Kaz, C-A-Z. Uh, right. I'm assuming I that was... that would be easy for uh, Knox Williams to remember. Right, and I'm assuming that... Uh, Kaz Walker. That, right, that's kind of a play on uh, on your last name being Kazalette, yes. right? Exactly. So, so uh, you, you're a federal grant developer. Um, you've... Uh, Worked? At, are, are you still at Mississippi State as the director of grants? No, I okay. retired in uh, 2017, I think. Okay, cool. Well, you worked at Mississippi State as a director of grants and, right. and also was a grant development specialist. And before that, uh, you worked for a number of years up in, up in Kentucky at a community college. And even before that, you were an editor and a publisher. And before that, you were a student at Tennessee Tech and you were right. – um, uh, in the Marine Corps. So talk to us about uh, a little bit about your background, kind of how you got to, I mean, obviously you've been in Knoxville now for a number of years, but just talk about your background and anything I might've left out. Well, I met my wife, Nancy, who uh, was born in Knoxville uh, in Atlanta while I was in the Marine Corps wow. on a blind date. And uh, we've been married 50 years as of last August. So it'll be 51 when the election comes around. Uh, Yeah, I was in the Marine Corps at the time. I was stationed up in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, When I got out, we came back. And as you said, we went to Tennessee Tech. Uh, Three of our children, three of our four children, were born in Cookville. Oh, wow. uh, Then I took... uh, job as the editor and publisher of a newspaper out in Kansas, and our fourth child was born there. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, between myself, uh, my two sons, my daughter-in-law, and my son-in-law, we have 60 years of military service among us. Wow. So we're dedicated to serving the country, and that's why I'm running. Wow. Uh, let's see. I was in the newspaper business for more than 20 years. Wow. I worked at three community newspapers. I started out at the Cookville Herald Citizen uh, while I was going to college and uh, worked my way up from super paper boy to uh, advertising manager. Wow. Uh, Then they offered me the job to be editor and publisher of the Hiawatha Daily World in Northeast Kansas. Hmm. So we were there for five years. Came back to Tennessee. I ran the Sweetwater Monroe County Advocate for five years. Wow. And uh, then I went to Kansas, or uh, to Kentucky, as you said, and uh, I was the publisher of the uh, Russell County uh, News. So, uh, the Times Journal, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. And, uh, while I was there, I got sued for libel for $3 million, which was an interesting situation. Well, I've, uh, I didn't get sued for $3 million, but I've survived <laughs> I've survived a libel slander suit. Uh, as, Have you? Oh, 
as, as, as a 17-year blogger, I got sued in 2013, and yeah. I got summary judgment in 2015. So how did your libel and slander suit go? Well, there was a lot of home cooking there in little Russell County, Kentucky. Oh, and, of course. Uh, the jury awarded uh, the county judge a million dollars. No way. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so after we got out of Russell County, we went to the Kentucky Court of Appeals, and they said if this was the law, Rush Lim, uh, or let me start again. If this was the law, Bill Clinton would own Rush Limbaugh. Hmm. They overturned it. Okay, but, good. But my friends thought they were rich, so they appealed it to the Kentucky Supreme Court, <laughs> and they lost there. And then they appealed it to the U.S. Supreme Court, and they lost there. Wow. So, yeah. But uh, after it was all over, took seven years. Jeez. Uh, and I had to put up a $1.3 million bond for that seven years. Wow. And, uh, they had a lien on my home. And as soon as the case was over, they sued me for another editorial wow <laughs> so you decided yeah, you, you decided after about eight years of uh putting up with that that you decided you're going to go into higher education and become a become I, yeah, a, become I, a, a grant guy and, and you would I'd raise public relations manager i got hired first as uh, business and community development which was uh setting up training classes uh for industry and then uh they made me the public relations director and i was at for a long time and that was great because all you do is write positive stories about people when you're, you know, trying to promote anything that you're public relations director of. So that was nice, just to write good stories about people. Um, and then I became a grant uh, director when the president of the college changed and wanted me to do that. And I had pretty, pretty good success with that. Um, at Mississippi State, I got... Uh, won about $26 million uh, mm. in federal, state, and local grants. And uh, that was quite a bit to do in five years. Well, that's great. Now, you and Nancy, uh, you, all, you all live out in the Carnes community, I believe, right? Yes. Okay. That's right. And uh, you have, uh, did you say you have four children total? Uh, we had four children. Okay. Unfortunately, my youngest son, who was also my namesake, David, uh, passed away no, in October 2020. I'm uh, sorry. Well, he did six tours in Afghanistan, and he was uh, very sick by the time he came home. He had sure. Crohn's disease. And, uh, it, it was bad. Yeah. And unfortunately, he died here at our home. Mm. Uh, so, but, but, uh, but now you also have some grandchildren, too, right? I do. I have, uh, how many do I have? I have six did i read six, six. yeah 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 all that's right, right. Cool. Count well, them all. that's fantastic so uh are, are most of your family all are they spread out all across the country or are they right here in knoxville well you know uh i made the mistake of telling them i wanted them to move to vacation areas that i'd like to visit <laughs> did that work when they grew up yeah one of them lives in florida my daughter lives in florida and my oldest son lives in uh Severin, Maryland. Oh, I had a, uh, I had an uncle. I had an uncle that lived in Severin Chapel, uh, Maryland. Um, Severin. He had a horse farm in Severin Chapel, Maryland. So that's interesting. <laughs> well, okay. he just 
boat. So <laughs> right, right. So captain cruiser. Right. So uh, you're running for trustee. Uh, yep. Ed, Ed Schaus has been the trustee, uh, for, I guess, eight to 10 years, I guess. Um, but, um, uh, on Probably your, we- on your website, your website is, is casfortrustee.com. That's C-A-Z-F-O-R-T-R-U-S-T-E-E.com. You're also on Facebook and Twitter. We'll give that before it's all over, but on there, you, you talk about really three things and then, and then you go into a pledge for three things. So we'll kind of talk about all six of those while we got some time here. Uh, one is you kind of, you, you talk about accountability to the taxpayer. So talk about your thoughts on, uh, uh, on the issue of accountability to the taxpayer. Well, you know that I think Mr. Schaus has done a great job. I mean, eight years. And, you know, before that we had lots of trouble, uh, with the trustee, uh, but Mr. Schaus got it all straightened out. And he was doing a monthly report uh, up until last year, I think. And then he stopped. I don't know why he stopped, but it was a public report. And I would like to get back to that so that mm. people could see what we're doing. Um, the you know interest rates are going up. And right now, the county has an average of $200 million dollars in local banks that's earning less than 1% interest. Hmm. And I think we can do a little bit better than that uh, with bonds, government bonds and that kind of stuff, you know, safe investments. But right. there's a big difference between uh, 0.65 and 3% interest. Hmm. Yeah. And, bring in and, and I, guess, I guess we should back up just a little bit and kind of explain that some people may not understand exactly uh, the difference between the property assessor and the trustee. So uh, the property assessor is the, he and his staff are the ones that go out and they, they physically look at your house. Uh, they take some, they take some, um, they take some, they take some measurements of your house. They don't come inside your house, but they take some measurements of your house. Uh, anything they can see from the street. Uh, and they will walk around on your property a little bit to see if you've got an in-ground swimming pool but anyway, the property assessor is the one that assesses uh, what the fair market value uh, is of your property. Now, granted, it's not as high as if you were to pay somebody to come assess your house at market exactly. value, but they do a, a market value. Many of us, well, everybody in the county has now received the latest assessment, obviously it's gone up in most areas. About 40% yep. is, a, is about where we're, is about where the norm is 40% increase. But anyway, that's the property assessor job. The County trustees job is that sometime between October and um, March, you need to pay your property taxes. Uh, and so the trustee takes those, the trustee is the per person or the office that you pay those dollars to. Now, most yes. people uh, are paying those through escrow. So like in the middle of December, these mortgage companies cut a big check and they, they wire transfer that money into the county. The trustee is the one that takes that money in. He puts it in bank or banks around Knoxville, hopefully. Uh, and then, um, it's the trustee then that pay, gives the county mayor the money he needs, uh, the the Knox County schools the money they need, 
uh, and all that, all, all that according, good stuff, to according to the budget, right? So that's yeah. the job of the trustee, uh, and so so that folks understand what we're talking about. So that's the job you're running and for. He also the office also gets uh, sales tax from the state and uh, some other fees. Right. So they get about seven hundred million a year in total money coming in, and then the job is to distribute it according to what the county commission uh, set the budget as. Right. So the, the trustee is the county's banker, uh, more or less. So uh, that's the job. So uh, we've talked about the accountability of the taxpayer. Uh, the other thing you talked about is competence and efficiency. Uh, and right. so talk about that a little bit. I know you, you've already complimented uh, Mr. Schaus. Um, right. And, you know, I, I don't know if you've been able to really – look to see if there's some efficiencies there or not. And we'll get into that again when you, when we get down and talk about a, a full review within your first six months, but talk about the competency and efficiency of the office of trustee. If you're elected as trustee. Well, I have executive experience as uh, the editor and publisher of those newspapers. I had about 30 to 40 employees at all of those uh, places, which is about the same number that, uh, that we have at the trustee's office. Mm. And so, uh, you know, I know how to do that. Whereas my opponent, I think, uh, manages two people in the trustee's office. Uh, so I think I would be better there. Uh, I told you about uh, uh, the libel suit, which showed mm. that I'm not willing to give in to politicians. Um uh, that everything that I do will be on the up and up and I don't care if other people don't like it. other elected officials. Right. I'll do it the way it's supposed to be done. Uh, there are five offices. I don't know if we need five offices or not. And then somebody told me there were seven offices. So, so, so I guess you're talking about the, um, the satellite offices, I guess you're talking yes, about, that, yes. so the, you know, you say there's an office that, City County building, and then I, I don't. I'm like you. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure where all there's. there's one a... at I didn't keep track of where they were, but right. I would. You know, I was looking the first year about how convenient is that for people? Do the, do we need it? Um, are we overstaffed or not? Uh, you know, there may be savings there that can be made, uh, which would give more money to the schools potentially. Hmm. Yeah, and then you also talk about in your uh, in your issues the ethical leadership. So uh, again, I, I assume you're you're talking about your leadership if you become the trustee. And that's what I was saying about uh, you know if I'm not going to give in to a libel suit, I have another example of uh, integrity there. Uh, when I was out in Kansas, we ran into a cult. Hmm called the Posse Comitatus, and uh, a friend of mine's wife ran off and joined the cult. Oh, wow. And we looked for her for, and she took her four children with her, and we looked for her for years, uh, for about a year, and we started reporting about the fact that she was had joined the cult. Nobody believed us. Um, the other media ignored it, and then one day, uh, the police arrested a couple of the cult members and they found uh, two dead bodies on the cult compound a little six-year-old boy 
a 26 year old man oh no uh, then all the media was there <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the leader's name was mike ryan and he spent 34 35 years on death row in nebraska hmm. uh, and died of cancer he never did get uh, executed wow so i you know uh there's a book about it called uh, evil harvest and uh hmm. by a guy named ron Calvin, and uh he says that my family is on top of mike ryan's hit list and i'm sure that was right because my wife was being very careful about where the kids were and who was taking care of them during that time Wow. You know, that's, um, that's amazing. I mean, uh, you know, it's, um, it's interesting, you know, I started, I started being a blogger back in 2004. Um, and I started that because, uh, I had served four years as an elected member of the school board and my term, my term was ending and blogs were just kind of a, it was just, it was just in 2004, it was a popular thing. And so I started it basically just to, have some form of I've always been a writer. I don't, I do not declare that I'm a journalist by any stretch because <laughs> I've, I've never been to journalism school. I've never, uh, but I, I enjoy writing. And so, um, so I. I, I just felt like this was an opportunity for me to continue to be, have a soapbox. Even if nobody yeah. read it, it would keep me, uh, semi sane. And so, um, <laughs> So I did it, and then of course I get sued, and then I start, uh, and, and I went for a number of years without doing, you know, without making it uh, any kind of money. I mean, I still, it's still not my full time job, but um, it's um, it's been interesting though to see that the mainstream media um, really don't like to pay attention to blogs or alternative uh, publications uh, yeah. until you know, we happen to hit on something. I've been able to hit right. on a few things over the years, but you know, now we've got, um, a couple of other folks, uh, that, that, uh, uh, you know, have, have kind of joined the fray. There's been some blogs that come and go, but you know, I, it's just, I tell people all the time, this it's just an addiction. It's, uh, you know, some people are addicted to drugs. Some people are addicted to yep. gambling. You know, mine is that I've followed politics for the last 40 years in Knoxville and uh, you know, I happen to be a blogger who's now transitioned into blog and podcast. So, you know, it's kind of fun. But um, yep. one of the uh, one of the interesting things you talk about on your pledge to the taxpayers on your website is a taxpayers advisory panel. And right. as I read that, uh, you're you're going to um, ask every commissioner from I guess we've got 11 commissioners. So you're going to ask each commissioner to um recommend someone uh to be on this taxpayer advisory panel uh they're gonna they're gonna come once a quarter and meet with you and your staff uh to find the inform some of the information that you and your staff provide to them so kind of talk about your idea on that taxpayers advisory panel i think it i think it's an interesting idea so just go ahead and talk about well, that we want to we would want to have a diverse group of people from across all spectrums but we would need to have people who are financial advisors, bankers, that sort of thing to uh, recommend solid investments that aren't uh, risky, that we could earn more interest with. So uh, I would be asking them for their advice on uh, where to place the county's money in order to get the best return. Right, 
Right. And then you also talk about in the first uh, six months to a year, um, doing a full review of the entire processes, policies, and uh, systems. Um, so again, you know, you, you talk about the fact that, you know, Trustee Shouse has done a good job, but that, you know, you'd like to just come in and do a full comprehensive um, review of that. So kind of talk about that well, a little bit. It's important anytime the office changes, I think, to uh, have an audit and make sure that everything's in order uh, before you uh, move on. So that's, uh, I mean, that would be for the, in the best interest of the people and in my best interest as well, um, just to ensure that everything's uh, as it should be. Right. And then you, and then the last thing you pledge is to be the most transparent office in the county. So I'm sure right. that's going to, I'm sure that's going to put all the other uh, office holders on notice that uh, we now have a competition to see who the most transparent office in the in the courthouse will be for the next four to four to eight years, right? I'm sure that'll be a difficult <laughs> prize to win. Exactly. So again, uh, just to remind everybody, you are the Democrat candidate for trustee. Uh, you were um, you were unopposed in the primary, and so you right. you you go on to August the fourth. Uh, early voting is July 15th through the 30th. Uh, again, your website is CAS for Trustee, C A Z F O R T R U S T E E dot com. On Facebook, it's CAS for Knox County Trustee. So that's C A Z F O R K N O X C O U N T Y T R U S T E E. And on Twitter, it's just CAS for Trustee, C A Z F O R T R U S T E. I appreciate you being here on the Brian Hornback Experience, episode 90. Uh, and and I so, thank you for having me. And, and so I'm going to let you have the last uh, couple of three minutes to uh, to directly talk to the people that, that are going to be uh, watching this, listening to this, uh, and ask for their votes. Uh, again, Thursday, August the 4th is Knox County General Election. Early voting is July 15th through the 30th. So Go ahead and take a couple of minutes and uh, ask for everybody's vote, and then uh, we'll be done. Well, the thing I'd like the voters to know is that the trustee's office does not make policy. It doesn't decide issues. It takes in the money and hands out the money to the county according to the budget. Uh, so I don't think that Democrat or Republican is as important in this office. Um I've always wanted to run for office, but uh, being a newspaper editor and publisher, I didn't feel it was right to uh, criticize the county government and be on the county government. So I couldn't run at that time. And then uh, working at Mississippi State and the other community colleges, again, uh, if I'd made some uh, decision that was unpopular, it might have caused the college some or the colleges some uh, sorrow. So uh, this has my, been my first chance to run for office. And, uh, you know, I am retired several times, and uh, I don't expect that I'll steep any other office, probably one four-year term, and uh, that will be it for me. And I hope that I'll be able to uh, – Find some good people that can run uh, four years from now. Uh, 
again, I spent my life trying to be honest and uh, not give in to political pressure. And I think that's a very important trait that everybody needs to consider. Uh, I think it would be nice to have a Democrat up there, even though he doesn't have a policy role, he could at least talk to the people uh, who are on the county commission and the other offices about a different opinion about what they should do. Not well, that they'll take my advice, but right. could be. Well, and, and, and it is, it is it, you know, we, we do need to make the distinction that you know, in a primary, you have to decide if you're going to vote in the Republican or the Democrat primary, and you have to stay in that primary. Uh, obviously, uh, August the 4th, it is a general election, so people have the opportunity to bounce back and forth uh, on, uh, you know, the Republican or the Democrat uh, candidate. Right. Uh, and then also also on August 4th, we'll have the, the state and federal primary. On that one, you got to make your decision and you got to stay in that, in that box. But in the general election... You're not necessarily in that box, but you know it is, it is what it is because it's it is part of our representative republic. So again, Dave, I appreciate you being on here. Good luck to you. Hopefully, we'll Thank see. You. You, hopefully, we'll see you out and about in the community, and okay. uh, we'll talk to you soon. I re- enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you, sir.